luchadores, the faceless heroes, lucha libre and mascarados, Lobo Fuerte and Turbine together, meet villanos, champions forever! Hey everybody and welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast where a bunch of grown adults get together and discuss luchadors in brightly colored masks fighting one of the Nazis from the Man in the High Castle. He's got like a million other like small roles and voice work, but yeah, he's one of the Nazis in the Man in the High Castle is like his biggest, most recent thing. Oh my god, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, he might anyway, be the folks, most famous uh, this one. Here, this here's a bonus episode, you might have noticed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually about to discuss a little known Saban joint. Uh, but before we get to that, let's uh, let's introduce everybody. Uh, my name is Mike, but you can call me El Conejo. I am Emily, and you can call me Lawawaw. <laughs> and also joining us, uh, the Sultana of Sumo, here to sling you like ceremonial wow. salt. That's good, I like that. Is Frankie, or La Profesora. Yes, I'm going to school you all on some lucha. I didn't realize. I thought we were saying our own names. I'm sorry I cut you off there, Mike. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I was just going to make a joke about a pupper cut. Oh, that oh, sounds so good. good we should redo it. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, go go uh, ahead, Frankie. We, we both we kind of like steamrolled over your intro. No, I just said that's very good. I'm no, agreeing was, with everything. I that was saying. very good um, alliteration there. I appreciated it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, I came up with that like... Weeks ago, (laughs) I I, would have been coming in with a pupper cut. That's pretty good. Love that. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, so, (laughs) so folks, we're we're here to talk about a show that Emily and I had never heard of, and indeed, Mm -hmm. most of the folks on the podcast never heard of. Yeah, Zach was originally going to be on this, and he had not heard of it either. Yeah, uh, but Frankie brought it to our attention, uh, and as far as I know, most people don't know about it. It it is a thing that uh, Saban worked on along with another Mm -hmm. production company. We'll be getting to that. Uh, we're here to talk about Los Luchadores. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. We uh, watched the 1979 cult film The Warriors, but we watched it in Spanish. Yes. Uh. <laughs> we will only be discussing it in Spanish. No, yeah, it's this thing. So I saw, it must have been this episode because of the things I remember. I must have seen this episode when it came out like in 2001 mm-hmm. on Fox Kids. And... I don't know if I ever saw any more of it or it, but it's like been stuck in my mind to the, but like in kind of hiding where sometimes I'll think about it and I'll be like, what the hell was that? And I've never heard anyone talk about it. I've never seen anyone mention it. I didn't even know I was Savon until this episode because I was like, oh, let me look this up. And then, yeah, it was Savon. Uh, yeah, but it's a... Uh, uh... For, for you fans at home who are just here to watch Los Luchadores for the first time, let me bring you up to speed, all right? This here's a co-production between Saban Entertainment and Shavik Entertainment, which is a Canadian company Woo! responsible for, for a few things, including that really, really shitty Adams Family remake that they tried on the Family Channel that uh, like I and like three other people remember. It was really bad. Uh, and as you may have noticed... Uh, we're looking at at, at, a, at an American company, United States, and a mm-hmm. Canadian company, mm-hmm. and that's every country in North America, save for Mexico, oh, God. which is going to be a recurring theme. Mm-hmm. I looked at the credits of this and the production, 
And as far as I can tell, the only Mexican people in this show are is the band who made the theme song. <sighs> wow. It, that, that's like a full-on <sighs> Mexican band. That, so, yeah. That everyone sucks. else... Everyone else in this show is American or Canadian. That's... Oof. Well, in fairness, the theme song fucking rips. Oh, yeah. No, it's great. I love Mariachi Rock. I didn't, yeah. and, uh, I, and I didn't realize it, but I I know from Michael that the the Canadian company that made this is also the same Canadian company that made Breaker High, which was Ryan Gosling's debut as an actor, which is mm-hmm. which is our pride, as you know, <laughs> that, that's Canada's pride, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, <laughs> the only other show listed as something Shavik is famous for on the Wikipedia page is Young Blades. Mm. I have no idea what that is. I looked it up, and it's like. A teen version of a teen fantasy version of the Three Musketeers. Okay. Okay. Also, but I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Frank. You're talking about the band, and I want to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mariachi Rock is kind of like this thing that it's not super big, but there's a couple of bands. One famous one is the one where the filmmaker uh, Robert Rodriguez is a part of. Uh, he, and, uh, if you ever watched an episode of Lucha Underground, uh, they show up in there a lot as the local band that plays in the temple. Uh, Lucha Underground is kind of like, what if this show, but took itself super seriously and actually had Latinx people in it? I was going to say, that's the biggest part. Yeah. <laughs> and like real actual good wrestling. Uh, and it's about like ancient gods and sacrifices it's a good show uh i haven't seen it in a little bit but the first two seasons are really good uh anyway but right. the whenever i think of uh, like mariachi rock i think of uh, that band that uh it's also in in uh that movie uh also robert rodriguez movie the one where quentin tarantino plays a foot fetishist the so himself one. oh uh dust till dawn yes that okay. band also played there. I was, was going to say, like, vampires. like that uh, that director is just a foot fetishist. I don't think he was playing I mean, one. Yes. He just is. <laughs> but, but he doesn't play one when it's in another role sometimes. Sure. And that one, there's a whole scene anyways. Oh, I know. There's a stripper yeah. scene, and yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, Quentin Tarantino is kind of a piece of shit. But yep. uh, that's, not the, that's not the topic at hand. The topic at hand is that... Uh, yeah, near as I can tell, Shavik Entertainment is basically just the same deal as Saban. It's just they're technically a different company, and they're Canadian. Yeah, they're going to Canadian both... Saban. Did they also make 50 Yeah, they love? both operate in sort of the same wheelhouse of just really, really cheap, quickly made, not a lot of thought put into it, children's television. And... I I was really looking, trying to find out like whose idea Los Luchadores was, because it feels so okay so this show is basically what if you know like power rangers is saban saw an episode of like old super sentai and he was like oh what if i make it american so this is what if they saw an old el santo movie and then they were like oh what if i make it that in in english with american actors but the thing is that el santo movies is already taking from uh, like old school Batman and stuff, so 
but taking it seriously, and then and then uh, Los Luchadores takes that and then makes it ridiculous again. So it it's like a weird tr- mistranslation. I was gonna say like this yeah. feels so much like sixties Batman, and like if it wasn't mm. for like the racism. I think I would like really like this show actually. Yeah, so, I've been thinking of watching. So that's something more of Emily it. and I like. We watched this with Cassie, and it's the thing we we brought up over and over again. It like it hit us like a truck early on, and it kept coming back. Like how much this feels like '66 Batman, not just in in tone, but in basic premise. Because what we have here is a superhero mm-hmm. uh, who works alongside the police force. Mm-hmm. Uh, his sidekick, who's basically just him, but slightly y- less useful. Uh, his other sidekick, who's a girl who's shown to be much more competent than the boy sidekick, but she also literally does nothing. She, so, so she fills the fair, Batgirl role from that show. Other stuff she kicks ass in other episodes. I will say, like just in this one, Batgirl in the '66 cartoon. How I know her best is her being damseled constantly. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if that's reflective of the '66 cartoon. She might be more competent than Batgirl, but we'll see. I guess. <laughs> is, the thing is. Uh, Mexican wrestling movies, especially Santo movies, are just that. They're a superhero who always wears a mask, uh, like they do here, who has this mix of technology and gadgets and wrestling, uh, who drives a special car, and who works for the government and for the police, and uh, and that that's it. Like, I don't know if this happened independently. I don't know which happened first, if old Batman or Mexican wrestling movies. But Mexican wrestling movies just took that and then just... But they play it straight. Like, this is not a joke. This is It's not a comedy. But at the same time, El Santo is fighting, like, mummies and werewolves and vampires. Now, you actually, uh, I think this was on one of the first times you appeared on TWA. Mm-hmm. You told us about... The Cold Lioko episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. You told us about the uh, the Il Santo half-hour special that cartoon, I think was made by, Cartoon like, Network. Yeah. By Cartoon Network? Okay. Uh, yeah. And I actually went and watched that on YouTube way back in the day, and I remember really liking it. Um, we, we actually considered doing a bonus episode on it at the time, but it kind of got lost in the shuffle, because there's, like, mm-hmm. a million fucking things we've considered for bonus episodes and haven't gotten around <laughs> to. Um, but this, I'm kind of glad we got to this before that mm-hmm. because yeah. that is, the, the El Santo special is good. Yeah. We don't truck in good here. <laughs> That's not teenagers with attitude. Yeah. I don't know well, if you've noticed, but like, I mean, there's, 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 there's a, there's like three and a half years worth of material to, to forge a pattern from, but we, we don't do good. That's I mean, here. What are you talking about, Michael? We, me and you, like, we did the Sonic OVA. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think this episode <laughs> is like season two Power Rangers. Good. Like, if you grabbed a, an episode of season two Power Rangers that you said, no, this one's actually good. But it, it'd be the quality of this episode. I was going to say, because this is better than most of season two Power Rangers, I yeah. would say. Like, it's more entertaining. Like, it's not good, but it's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I so let's, enjoyed uh, my time. Go ahead. I, I just said I enjoyed my time watching this episode. Yeah, I, I've I've had fun watching it. Uh, so I'm let's not necessarily... That I was able to, like, I've had this episode in my brain for the last... 17 years 
So I'm glad that I was able to, like, it follows, pass it on to you two, so it haunts you. <laughs> you get to expunge it. You get to clear it out of I, your system. I really hope so. Uh, so we don't really need to get into the premise of this because this is this is a first episode. Yeah, and, it'll explain the premise and, as we go. Like, yeah, yeah, like it becomes obvious. We like, kind of as already we get said into it, it too. And we were just kind of yeah. It's like six six Batman. Yeah, but let's let's get into the specifics. So we meet. Uh, we get we get some exterior shots that don't reflect the actual show in any way. We get yeah. random shots of a city, uh, Union City. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, to, we, we're getting shots of the arena, of the wrestling arena where where this upcoming match is supposedly taking place. Yeah, we get like uh, a far away shot of the arena, and then it zooms in, and it's a completely different location. <laughs> it's, what's great is that is is in the wide shot and it's very very obvious there's nothing around the ring just the crowd there's nothing obfuscating between the crowd and the ring when we get the close up shot there's these giant pillars and fences and all sorts of like stage building tricks to hide the fact that they just don't have that many extras yeah but they want you to think there's a huge crowd so on the wide shot you can see the that stuff but it looks super super imposed like yeah. you can see the fences and stuff but it looks like someone did it in, in in paint. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is clearly just stock footage of an actual uh, wrestling match or something that they've like doodled on with a marker. In the end they put their, their wrestling match on top. Uh, I love the idea that this American or Canadian city is obsessed with Lucha Libre specifically, because that's what they call it. They don't call it wrestling. They don't say we're doing re- they they always say lucha or lucha libre. So I love like this. Maybe if it was San Antonio or or like somewhere in, in South California, maybe. But like even then, they would probably call it wrestling. Well, again, it's Union City. Yeah. It's fictional. It could yeah. be wherever the fuck it wants. Like <laughs> that's, that's a, Mexico. That's an interesting take. If we're gonna do this, and I, I mean you shouldn't, but I mean if you're gonna do this like American Canadian co-production show about a lucha libre superhero. Would it be better or worse if he was the only lucha and like everyone else was just regular American wrestling? I think it's it'd be worse. Okay, because you wouldn't be doing a lucha libre show; you'd be doing a show about wrestling starring a lucha libre character. Like this is a lucha libre show in in El Santo movies. It's lucha libre. I assume that's why it's lucha libre here, even though in El Santo makes sense because it's based off like Mexico City. Okay. So we we start on this fight and we see uh, the sidekick character Turbine in the ring by himself and he's getting beat up and he's getting ruined. Turbine is our sidekick um, mm-hmm. and it is appropriate that his name is 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 Turbine, uh, surely named for everyone's least favorite Team Fortress Two map because he fucking <laughs> sucks. Uh, he's the worst. He's also covered in flames. So presumably, they can go by faster. <laughs> And as he's getting clowned on, it, it, it focuses on the girl character for a bit. And I like, like, I just notice when I pause that this one dude cheering is just looking at her. He's just got yeah, his eyes I mean, directly yeah. at her. He's just watching well, she's, her. She's, she's <laughs> like purple and has like blonde autograph. pigtails in braids. No, but his, she's, his, she's, his body language is like he's cheering, but like then he's looking at her. So maybe he's signing her autograph. Maybe she's signing his autograph. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it, it I think she's me. supposed to be taking notes about the match. I think she's like his. No, I'm pretty sure coach. Sign- I'm pretty sure she's signing autographs. Yeah, I think she is too. I just yeah. 
the way his arm was up, I thought he was cheering and also just staring at her, and I thought it was weird, but I'm... So, okay, so she's signing an autograph, and then she hears the to- the the smack of Turbine getting slammed, and then she turns around holding the autograph to, to see. Yeah, she, she keeps calling him Speed Boy. Um, I do want to say, before we actually do get into the particulars of the match, and I, I will... I will hand over the microphone to our expert in just a second. <laughs> I do want to say that we only get a name for one of these two uh, mm-hmm. sort of heel wrestlers. Rudos, por favor. They call them Rudos, which is what you call heel wrestlers in Mexico or in Lucha Libre. You said, you said Rudos? Rudos, yeah. Rudos, okay. It, uh, it means rude. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that's what I thought it was, but I didn't want to assume. Yeah, uh, and uh, Lucha Libre, instead of heel and faces, you have Rudos. And technicos. Okay. Cool. So, uh, but basically, one of these Rudos, we don't specifically get his name, but he seems to be garbage-themed. Uh, I believe he is called the Trash Can. The Trash Can. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's here's my question. Uh, why, why, why are Rudos... Uh, on on the on the level of you know like low tier on the level of having names like trash can mm-hmm. fighting actual superheroes in the ring. Oh no, that this is super normal for like Santa movies. All Santa movies start with El Santo uh, having a wrestling match and taking off some like minor minor famed uh, wrestlers or like lower fame wrestlers. And like a normal wrestling match uh, to show how strong and powerful it is. Because in this show, as in uh, Santa movies, wrestling is real. So they he, they do wrestling to show off their athleticism. Yeah, I mean, I get and, that wrestling is real, but I still I get the sense yeah. that like if your opponent is an honest to god crime fighting superhero, it's just like you know what, you know I'm just I'm not, I'm just gonna go home. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> you don't get paid that night though. I'm not I'm not, get, I'm not getting in the ring with Batman. Okay. I mean, to be fair, they're well, clowning on Turbine. Like Turbine's getting yeah. his ass kicked. They are clowning like, on Turbine. So that's the kayfabe for all wrestling. Is why would you get into a match if you think your opponent is better than you? And like the way it normally gets explained is because you want to get paid. And you get paid whether you win or lose. But if you happen to win, if you manage to win, you're even gonna get paid more. Yeah. So that's why you try, and that's why you cheat if you're if you're a rudo. Was that I, I that part of the reason that Turbine's getting clowned on too? I think is to show how much better the main guy is because he comes in and yeah, we'll talk about it. Let's get to the actual details of the match, Frankie. Take it away. Yeah. So if at any point you want to interrupt me here, uh, feel free. Uh, I have my notes taking. I went move by move. So here we go. I love it. So it starts with a hip toss. Uh, they call it, I believe, a trash can special. And that's where the name, tra- that I believe, it gets mentioned a couple more times. That, that silver wrestler's trash can. Yeah, uh, they say something about garbage day at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I assume that's his signature move. Just a regular hip toss, which is pretty lame. Uh, Turban go- goes for a Famouser uh, when he jumps and puts his leg in, uh, in Trash Can's neck but or a Famouser if you are the one Billy Gunn Mr. Ass, he changed the name there uh, but that gets countered into a clothesline and then uh, the Rudos take Turbine to his corner and give him a two person suplex which uh, Lobo with a bad fake accent which I assume we will talk about later, uh, apparently warned him about. 
Yeah, so let, let's take a moment to talk about yeah. Lobo and this other person he's got in the ring. Yes, uh, please. So Lobo talks about how, like, Turbine is so, like, stubborn. And this other person, uh, Laurent, mm-hmm. uh, who I think is supposed to be... Jamaican? He's Jamaican or something, yeah. Yeah, um, based on the Wikipedia, it says his, uh, his Jamaican, like, uh, uh, his butler. He's, he's the Alfred to uh, Lobo Fuerte's uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. But he's also kind of like that, that God, what the fuck, Mickey is his name in, like, the Rocky movies? The train Yeah, guy. he's like he's the trainer, of, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that uh, Lobo Fuerte's name is just the strong wolf. Yeah, eh, that that honestly, that feels like a good name for a wrestler because you like other real wrestler names are like Perro Aguayo and like El Profesor Demente and stuff like that. So name of a thing uh, plus uh, uh, plus like uh, uh, an adjective, an adjective to it. It's a very common wrestling. Mm. Uh, Wrestling name. Sometimes you even do two adjectives, like super crazy. <laughs> that sounds, okay. Yeah, that's, that sounds very anime too. It's adding a bunch of adjectives and stuff. I, 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 I and, and listen, like strong wolf, Emily approved. Mm-hmm. Okay, like that's okay, good yeah. Name. We we know about how you feel about big strong wolves. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but so so Lobo's talking to Laurent about. Uh, it's like, man, he's I ta- I warned him about that. He's so young and stubborn. And the watch just goes, yeah, just like somebody else I used to train. And the implication is, I I think the the arc they wanted to go for in the show is like, yes, Turbine's an imbecile, but one day, one day he'll be like his hero Lobo Fuerte. He'll be just like Lobo. Yeah, but it, it kind of doesn't work, partly because the show didn't last that long, and partly because Turbine just sucks so I mean, we much. haven't seen that many episodes of it. It could work. I don't know. True, Probably but not. Yeah, <laughs> we, do, we do get a bit. Uh, before I want we go to back live to in, in the world where, you know, this has lasted as long as Power Rangers has. I want to live in a world where, like, they have, like, battle for the cowl, but it's for La Fuerte's mask and not the cowl of Batman. <laughs> I mean, mask matches are a thing. So maybe they would. What's, what's a mask match? Uh, where two mass wrestlers, or sometimes it's a mass versus hair match, uh, get into uh, a, they decide they're gonna have this match, and then the loser either loses their mask, or if they don't have a mask, they have they lose their hair. So it's like a very big honor and tradition thing where oh. if you get you only get into mascara contra mascara matches. When it's like, no, I hate you, and I want to humiliate you and end you, and the way to end you is by taking your mask. So it's it's the, it's uh, it's the lucha equivalent of an I quit match. Kinda, yeah. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. That actually that actually explains a lot of that one bit in uh, Saints Row Three. Uh, I do want to say before <laughs> we get back to the play by play, there is a bit where uh, Maria, I think, is the the girl's name, Maria yeah. Valentine. It's just a name. It's just a yeah. name. It's not. It's bad. I don't like her. I don't like her name. Eh. Yeah, it's not good. And also, I mean, she's she's a blonde, and they named her Maria. So, I mean, yeah. this, listen, this this isn't Sonic Adventure two, folks. You can't just do that. <laughs> uh, I mean, but she's like she's she's yelling to Turbine like, "Hey, watch out, Speed Boy!" And and Turbine, while he's being put into that like double suplex that mm-hmm. Frankie met, she's like, "I got him right where I want him." 
Um, we also we also cut out to the street. Yeah, because uh, we, at we some get point. introduced to the scientist guy with his chihuahua. Yeah, and also his random friend, I guess. Yeah, yeah, his friend that doesn't get mentioned uh, again. So according to the Wikipedia, there's two. There's a recurring mayor character. I'm not sure if it's this guy or if it's the guy. I with think the it's the guy we later. see later because that would make sense. We we meet this we meet the scientist and his pet chihuahua and he's he's talking about how he's got some formula he's cooking up and his friend's like so hey uh, scientist man when's when's your science gonna be done and he's like you know after when when I'm done you'll be the first to know <laughs> well after after Cesar my uh, my dog after Cesar Cesar sorry his little doggy yeah it's a cute it's a cute dog it's a cute chihuahua yeah he's a cute puppy a good it's puppy. a cute puppy. <laughs> So we cut back inside, and, and Frankie, what happens? So, uh, where was I? Okay, so Trashkin grabs Turbine for a backdust. Then Trashkin gets, uh, I wrote here, for an object? Uh, okay, like, I, when I saw that, I'm like, is he reaching for a razor blade? I mean... Like, holy fuck! <laughs> I think this is a... It's it's a Joker-ass uh-huh. no, fucking it, it is, buzzer. But when, but when I saw it and how small it was, and I know how wrestling... Because I used to watch American mm-hmm. wrestling... Like, that's usually a razor blade yeah. they're grabbing. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't be a place. Although, usually you grab the razor blade very, very inconspicuously. And if you have a mask, yeah. you don't do color because no one's going to see the color to the mask. Well, yeah, I mean, like, conspicuously, yeah. but it's also a show, so we can zoom in on yeah. it kind of thing is what I figured was going on. But yeah. Yeah. So Turbine gets thrown on the ground uh-huh. and then they're tasering his yeah, butthole. Yeah, he gets hit in yeah. the asshole with mm-hmm. that. It's like throw it on the ground, but yeah, I made a I made a reference to an Andy <laughs> Samberg thing. And then yeah, because I'm I'm the funny. Turbine says that Rudo toasted my tostada, uh, and he, he he really he really goes in with like the 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 he 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 really goes in with the pronunciations mm-hmm. and like it it just really hits on the like no this is and like you like you can see this dude's blonde <laughs> like hair standing on it through so the mask white. this is this is so a lot of white. this is a lot of extremely <laughs> aryan people saying spanish words on this show yeah. he's like lobo that rudo really toasted my tostada bro <laughs> so i looked at a couple of reviews of the show sorry of the show and the thing i saw in several reviews was how uh, Turbine was a horrible actor and a bad character, but his actor was really cute. Uh, I personally don't really see it. Uh, Emily, blonde, twink, what do you think? I mean, like, I don't know, that his hair doesn't look good with that mask. Mm-hmm. Like, some maybe if he had different hair and wasn't wearing the mask, he might be okay. Like, I mean, he's fit. I mean... It's not really doing yeah. anything to me, though. I, yeah. I actually don't like his... I think the only mask I actually like in the show is Lobo's. Uh, I like Lobo. Lobo's yeah. cool. I, like, Maria's fine, the design-wise, but I, the mask doesn't seem special. Turbine pulls the device out of his thing, and he's he's gonna fight fire yeah. with fire. He's gonna do a he's got like a zappy laser pointer thing that'll he come into play it later. The equalizer. The equalizer. Well, that's not the name of the yeah. device. No, no, no. Like, he's saying it's an yeah. equalizer because the other guy's cheating, so he's so gonna tweet, cheat he too. But immediately, Lobo's like wants to cheat after he gets hurt with a foreign object. The baby face, everybody. The technical. It's our hero. <laughs> well, it and here's the thing. So so Lobo's like no no. You have to fight honorably, no matter how much they cheat. Never prosper, he says in a thick accent. Yeah, the real equalizer isn't here, and he like hits his chest, 
And the coach is like, end in here, and he hits Turbine on the head and snatches the device. And this is a sentiment you get in a lot of children's television is like, you know, no matter how much uh, someone else is cheating or being underhanded, you have to, you got to do it right. You got you to gotta do the right thing. You got to be honorable, honorable about it. You know, Lobo's turned into Turbine is like, you know, c- c- you know, come on, you know, when they go low, you go high. Anywho. <laughs> I mean, like, in a sporting competition, I can kind of understand its sentiment. It doesn't work for every situation, for and, sure. Well, that's the thing. In wrestling... Okay, so, in wrestling and in Lucha Libre as well, it's usually the the rudos, the heels, are the ones who cheat. And the good guys never cheat. And if they... And they win despite that, and the rudos only win by cheating. That's the, like, most basic difference between them. Uh, so yeah. I, I like, I, I like this. I thought it was fine. Uh, but then I do want to say, I just looked up, uh, I just looked up like what else, uh, Turbine's mm-hmm. actor did. It's mostly like one shot appearances. His, his only other like recurring TV role was in a show called Wolf Lake mm-hmm. that had even fewer episodes than this show. What's his name? And was about werewolves. Uh, his his name I mean, was. Let me go back. Yeah. Levi James. I believe he's in a band that's a, now. That's a that's a name. He's in a band now. I think. So in wrestling, there's this concept. Uh, in okay, so this tag match, despite not being great, is actually booked like a normal American wrestling tag match. Because uh, first of all, lucha libre uh, Tags exist, but there you can also tag out by rolling under the ropes. If a person gets out of the ring, the other person can come in. Uh, so they seem to be do, going by American wrestling rules here. Uh, and the concept of the hot tag is usually the good guys are getting beat up, one of them. And he's getting beat up bad, bad. And his partner wants to come in and, and save him. And it, they're beating him up, and he finally manages to escape and barely taxes his partner, and the partner comes in with fire and, like, a house on fire and beats not only the opponent on the ring, but the one outside the ring and puts on a clinic of move after move after move. So, after saying that, Lobo comes in with the coldest hot tag in history, (laughs) and then the Mexican mariachi rock starts. Which uh, I do enjoy. It's just literally the theme song kicks in. Uh, Lobo avoids a double clothesline by the Rudos and comes back with a shoulder tackle. Uh, And then clothesline on trash can, body slam on trash can. Then Lobo does uh, John Cena's attitudes adjustment. uh, Formerly called uh, the FU, the fuck you. uh, Followed by... uh, a shoulder drop that the announcer calls La Guillotina, which I guess is one of his signature moves, just a shoulder drop. Uh, And then I wrote, this is some basic-ass wrestling, not lucha. Uh, Lobo then walks the ropes, then just kind of does a shitty toss, not even like when the famous one the American people know is Undertaker walking the ropes in old school and then uh, hitting the arm. He kind of just does a toss, walks her up, does a toss. Uh, then Lobo's finishing move, the Lobo Destroyer, which is basically Goldberg's jackhammer, but without uh, holding the opponent in the air for a while, followed by an arm breaker. And you would think, you would think, because this is 
It's it's a slam followed by a submission. You would think this is a, a submission maneuver, but no, my friends, you would be wrong. This is a pinning move. And Lowell gets a one, two, three with an arm breaker. And that seems to be the match, I think. Yeah, slam maneuver. Yeah. Yeah, that that's... God, just watching it down. That, that's a submission yeah. hole. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that the first time I was watching because I, I was a little inebriated and I was like, what the fuck? But now I'm like, what the fuck? Really yeah, I, I was like, oh, <laughs> so it's cool because it's normal for wrestlers to have a finishing move that's a submission plus something else. And like a slam that goes into a submission, it's actually a cool finishing move because you get your opponent off balance and then you have them you you have them you know ready to give up but the ref instead of going and asking you know the typical do you give up do you give up uh to to the rudo he just starts counting cuz i guess his shoulders are down yeah. cuz i guess that's the point of this move uh I mean, his shoulders are yeah. down, and he could have gone from a pin from what he did before, but he did it. He went to his submission hold. It doesn't make any sense. And, like, yeah. he could probably <laughs> raise those shoulders. That wouldn't be hard. So he must be, like, knocked mm-hmm. out because he ha- there's no pressure on his arm. This is, like, the equivalent of, like, the the cocky pin where you put uh, just, like, your pinky toe on their chest, and then you flex. I, I mean, he killed listen, him. Is the thing. L- Lobo dead. Fuerte is very <laughs> strong. The is the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so he wins the match? Question mark. Uh, we cut outside, and then uh, the scientist and the Chihuahua like just fucking disappear down a sewer grate. Yeah. And the the random friend is like, "Where did they go?" And we get you know the 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 pan down to the to the. Uh, leash in his hands, and that's that's our cold open. And we cut to this fucking kick-ass Lucha theme song it's played theme. over, I think, a D-Light music video? It's the, the, the video's pretty bad. <laughs> it's it's funny, the but intro it's not looks good. kind of like made by Movie Maker, but... A little yeah, bit. I, I like. I was talking about D-Light, because like, it feels like it's literally just the mm-hmm. groove is in the heart video. Like it's it's literally uh, there's that. one shot of the intro where we see I assume the rogues gallery, uh, and actually the villains in the show look pretty good. Yeah, I kind of want to watch more of the show, but like the main thing is is the evil Chihuahua robot thing, uh, and we're actually so he's apparently the most mm-hmm. recurring villain among the like fucking fourteen yeah, episodes or whatever the show got, uh, and he this episode is actually technically a secret uh-huh. origin story for him for the evil chihuahua who they they call uh-huh. the whelp did, did you also know this or see that he has a mech the chihuahua has a mech and there's a scene in this trailer right after their introduction where they're they're fighting a mech but you can't see the chihuahua inside i've looked at pictures elsewhere where like you can totally see the chihuahua piloting a mech that's awesome that is awesome i want i want to see a dog drive a giant robot that seems real good. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, let's see, we, we open up, when the theme song ends, we're, we're backstage after the match from the cold open, and uh, we get the title card, I Chihuahua, mm-hmm. which is like, you don't use that episode, in th- you don't use that title here, you use that when they fight mm-hmm. the dog for the first time, y'all. Yeah. But whatever. 
Um, so Lobo and and Turbine, but mostly Lobo. No yeah. one gives a shit about Turbine. Oh, I want to say something. I don't know if you noticed this at the end of the credits. It says, based on the characters by Dan Clark. Who the fuck is Dan Clark? And what characters? Like, are these based on something else? I couldn't find any information. Maybe there was a comic book or something. I guess he was a big guy in Fox Kids back in the day. I'm seeing a lot of pictures of this white man uh, in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, Saban's Ninja... Okay, he had a big part in Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation. Uh, The Mr. Potato Head show. Uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, which is apparently something he did after he was done with Fox Kids. Team Smithereen, I've literally never heard of that. Um, he's He's got some credits as producer, actor, miscellaneous crew, director animation department yeah like he's he's he seems to be kind of a jack-of-all-trades so kids tv i have sort nothing of dude. to base this on but i assume he's the one that saw the one like uh santo movie and was like oh we could do that yeah. but with american and canadian actors so we get this scene with the kids and lobo and i do want to give one bit of credit to this guy playing lobo fuerte uh the whole like dude who's not actually mm-hmm. Mexican playing a Lucha Libre, like putting that aside, I do believe this guy as like someone that kids yes. would look up to and is good with the children and all that stuff. Like he has, he turns around and he has this really believable smile and just this look like on his he's face. Happy like it's actually, to be there, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it's, he is genuinely charming. Uh, and so, yeah, he's like, Hey kids, kids settle down. Remember if you push and shove, you'll have to go to the back of the line. And one of the kids goes, wait, don't you push and shove in the ring? And Turbine, because he's a piece of shit, is like, oh, they've got you there, chief. Except he, he says he says Hefe. He- Hefe, yeah. So I want to say that Turbine, before the kids show up, says that it was sober after uh, Lobo gave them a quebradora, which is a backbreaker, which never happened in the match. So Lobo's like, no, listen, kids. I, I may sh- push and shove in the ring. I might even give you a, 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 a guillotina or a or a punch up. Plancha. A puncha. It's a crossbody. Also, uh, that thing you use to iron things, the ironing board, that's a plancha too. Okay. Uh, but he's like, but never outside of the ring. And, you know, they ask him some questions. We, basically, the, the questions from these kids are, are they serve two purposes. Uh, one, they give the kids the quick you know, obligatory, listen, I fight because I'm a superhero, don't actually go and beat up your friends speech. Don't try this at home. Yeah, don't well, try this at home, kids. And also, ring, but he explicitly does fight outside the ring. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit. bit like, um... <laughs> well, it's, it's okay because he's a cop. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, that makes yeah, sense. No, l- no, listen, hon, that was, that was meant to be dripping with sarcasm. I don't know if that came through. No, no, I get you. No, um, <laughs> but, the, but the other thing is this is also sort of a crash course on... on on Lucha Libre, and he's like, do you ever take your mask off? And he's like, no. The the a luchador's mask is an expression of his soul. You know, I, I am the wolf. I do like that, because that that is the point in Lucha Libre. Like, you, in public, a luchador always has uh, their mask on, and they only take it off when they lose. When, when they lose a, a mask match, and it's like, that's the end for that mask. Uh, there's my favorite scene in wrestling in a lucha movie is when El Hijo del Santo joins El Santo uh, as like kind of like his his sidekick and like passing of the torch 
And uh, so you have El Santo in the mask and the full regalia, and they're in this cave. And in the middle of the cave, there's a pedestal with another Santo mask with like a light and a glass case. And then comes in this guy with big sunglasses, a fake mustache, and a toupee covering most of his face. And then he tells them, like, El Santo's like, okay, son, you are, are you ready to help the helpless, to fight for those that can't fight for themselves? He's like, yes, dad. And then a smoke bomb happens, and then the, the guy in the bat toupee and the sunglasses is wearing the Santo mask. That's good. That's that's really great. It's very good. Um, but so, uh, the fucking, so uh, Shades of Power Rangers... Uh, Lobo Fuerte gets a beep on this ridiculous wrist contraption he's got. Like it's a, it's like a communicator on steroids. It's like twenty times the mm-hmm. size, and it does the quick, you know, beepy version of the theme song. And um, yeah, uh, what, like, what's what's Turbine's thing? Oh, we got a we got a shred tread hefe. Tur- Turbine very much does. He has a lot of like, in addition to the random bits of Spanish, he's got a lot of like. Mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog Saturday morning cartoon ass like random turns of phrase. I, hate I him mean, so much. it was 2001, so it was 2001. Sonic's good. Uh, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. So- Sonic from the, in those cartoons was voiced by Urkel, so it was, it was he was annoying, but in an endearing way. This guy just kind of <laughs> sucks. <laughs> if Turbine could do the shit that Sonic did, like it'd be a lot easier to like. What's the thing is that it, Sonic it, can it, back it up, you know, like. Turbine yeah. just sucks. He can go really fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we cut to uh, also shades of Batman 66. Uh, Lobo Forte drives this big old muscle car, and Turbine drives a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Batmobile mm-hmm. and Robin bike, essentially. And the Robin cycle, yeah. It, we never we never actually see Turbine just get in the passenger seat of the Lobo Mobile for whatever reason. Like, this is a waste of gasoline. You could just ride in his car. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> so they talk to what I think is the mayor, uh, who, yes. according to Wikipedia, is dumb, but we don't see enough of him in this episode to really get that a sense of that. Uh, but we're told that, like, okay, this scientist went went missing. He's he's done a lot of research in genetics and made vaccines that have helped millions of people. We got to find him. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he have any enemies? No. Oh well, actually, there's this one guy that attacked him five years ago uh, and got like this toxic stuff all over his legs, mm-hmm. so he couldn't walk anymore. And it's like, yeah, and Lobo's like, yeah, I remember that case because I I'm a cop. Apparently, I'm yeah. a lucha cop. Uh, he the, went to prison. The, the fucking image of this guy. He's mm-hmm. like, it's wow, great. wow. Yeah, they, 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 they this guy to have like he's he, to be all bug eyed. Either that or he wore contacts because he's got like no, he's got no iris. He just has like the black part of the eye and the white part of the eye, and he's just super wide and creepy looking. And like, holy shit, that's the that's the portrait of a villain I've ever seen on. <laughs> I actually re- kind of really like that villain design. Uh, too bad we're only gonna have it for one episode. Well, oh, plus, like, this, we only this villain see him, is the when we see him in person. He doesn't look like this. He looks normal. He kind of <laughs> does. He 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 does a bit. He does a bit of the bug eye. And listen, he does a bit of the bug eye, but he has irises. Is what I'm saying. This like, guy they, they didn't make him just wear the contacts all the time, which they should have mm-hmm. done. Yeah, I mean they, he will he will get a fake contact shortly. Oh yeah. Um, this guy is this guy. Like, all right, all right. Kids, 
gather around for Christmas dinner. Uh, mm-hmm. Apologies to anyone keeping kosher, because this man is the most highly concentrated chunk of ham <laughs> I have ever seen. I, I had, you know he's doing his best Riddler, like Jim Carrey Riddler, or sixties, which Riddler. is which is the Joker. Jim Carrey's yeah. Riddler is the no, Joker. J- Jim uh, Carrey's Riddler <laughs> is sixties Riddler. Yeah, yeah, but but like I was gonna say, I feel like he's doing that. But like what his friend told him, Jim Carrey's Riddler was like he hasn't actually seen it, so <laughs> it's gone through like this weird Google Translate. I mean, I love this guy; he's amazing. He's like, oh, it's great. <laughs> Let me say this: I haven't watched any of the rest of the episodes. I can guarantee, like I'll I'll say right now, this first episode at least is worth watching just for this guy. Oh, it's amazing, yeah. And this is the guy I was talking about. Like, he's 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 done a lot of like random like big parts, a lot of voice work for like anime and video games and cartoons and things like that. Uh, his most recent thing is that he played a recurring character where he was an SS offer in The Man in the High Castle, which I've never seen, so I don't know what the deal is with this character. I mean, he yeah. plays a Nazi, so I can make some assumptions. Um, yeah. But in this, he he plays like just this mad scientist who wants to become an animal man and because his legs are busted. Because his legs yeah. are busted, and he which, gee, like tug at the collar, yeah, like little, little tug at the collar, yeah. But like yeah. he says, he wants to be whole again. Which hey, y'all, that's not, not good not language. Cool. Well, the thing him. is, it. And the thing is, it would be sympathetic if it weren't for the fact that he he cackles evilly the entire time. Well, also, like that's not a good way to talk about disability. Like, yeah, I, I know, I, I know. I'm yeah. I'm just saying, like this dude. He he was told like, "Hey, can you play a bad guy?" And he's like, "Oh, oh, I can play a bad guy." <laughs> and like, I've seen bad guys. I, I, I know, will. I yeah. know this. I will say to be fair, do you this need guy, to look at the script? Nah, because this guy was a villain before he became disabled. So it's not like he became yes. evil because of his disability. Which is yeah, he, he attacks at least he, a point in the right direction. But yeah, he yeah. attacked the professor, and it was during the struggle that his legs got messed up. And the chihuahua was so scared. The chihuahua was so scared. Poor puppy. This chihuahua's so scared, yeah. Mm. But, like, it, he has every right to be scared because this guy is... Terrifying. He is a full-on villain. Like, if he had a mustache, mm-hmm. if he had a mustache, he would troll it so hard it would catch fire. Yes. Like, this, like, <laughs> it is, it is so good. And, like, I can't even, I, I can't even try to recreate it. Like, uh, I'll, I'll try and maybe throw in some, like, clips of audio of him talking from the show. But, like, oh, this, this dude is the best. He's the best. I love him. Um... But so his his solution uh, to fix his uh, his his messed up legs is he's gonna pump himself full of cheetah DNA because cheetahs run real good. Cool. Yeah, foolproof, foolproof brand. That's that's the logic, and we're gonna get a lot of that kind of logic and I guess in this cheetahs episode. Also, have a healing factor because like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is if you take a cheetah and you break its legs, it's not still gonna be the fastest animal. It's just gonna not go anywhere. But okay, he's gonna he's gonna replace his human legs with cheetah legs, and you know via uh, DNA. Yeah, the with with, and, with and, DNA. And you know it's cheetah DNA because it's yellow. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the the good scientist guy who got kidnapped is like, listen, please, I'm begging you for your sake, don't do this. The machine wasn't meant for this. This is mad science. And he's like, uh, no, fuck you. I kidnapped you. I have some armed henchmen here. Pump me full of that good good cheetah stuff, and yeah. like get let's get dangerously cheesy in here. And cheetah juice. Yep. Mm-mm, cheetah juice. Oof, ouch, my cheetah. Uh, so they pump him full of the stuff, 
and he stands up. He's a little wobbly at first. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he, he, he pulls up his pant leg to reveal cheetah fur, and he's got claws sticking out of his shoe. I was going to say, there's a big sequence of him writhing in the chair first. Don't remember, don't forget that, because that's amazing. <laughs> it, yeah, oh, this dude's really good at this. And he so, acts with his whole body. Yeah. But so he's got, he's, got, he's got cheetah legs now with the fur and the claws and everything. And they he straight made up, himself a furry. Yeah, well, half a furry. He's, like a, he's a furry from, like, at minimum the knees down and maybe at most the he's waist down. He's a furry down. tar. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a cheetar. So he he shows off his newfound cheetah abilities by by roaring, and they add a cheetah roar to it, and also by doing the the high speed like blurry running special effect from the TV show version of the Flash. The not the not it's the amazing. current one, the old one. Yeah, it's it's really good. <laughs> if I could, I mean terrible. He's like, yeah, we're walking now. Mm. It's oh, uh, it's something. So we cut outside, and... No, the, the, uh, the scientist guy is like, this isn't right, it's not human! And he's like, not human? Being locked down in a cage like an animal for five years is not human, or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to be more than human now. So we uh, we cut outside to Lucha SWAT team. Uh, we didn't mention it, but... That dog's uh, so scared! During the driving scene, Zach wanted us to talk about the driving scene. It's real bad CG. Well, I mean, I think I think you're talking about the driving scene from later, which is even worse. Oh, is it? Yeah, the later's the, the CG. There, there, is, okay, there is CG. Like, don't get me wrong. Where like they they move a corner and the car like goes up on one side, but it's not as it's bad, but it gets worse. <laughs> uh, I love that when they cut out this uh, detective. It's just eating a hot dog. Also, the in, in the did we mention they're in SWAT gear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With so different color masks. To <laughs> they're, wearing, they're wearing like black leather SWAT versions of their regular masks, <laughs> and like they're wearing sound full more like toys of the characters. This is SWAT Lobo Fuerte. I, yeah, they're, they're wearing like full and body there was armor and shit. With Hasbro, so I looked. There was a deal with Hasbro to make toys of this stuff. It the toys never happened. That's too bad. I would. I want. I yeah. want a Lobo Forte SWAT version. <laughs> I would love a, a a Lobo. So they're gonna break into this uh, into this place, mm-hmm. um, but apparently this this lab is like super locked down. They've got the police don't have a way in, and Lobo's like, "That's okay. I'm gonna lift the lid off this thing, and we're gonna blast our way in through the sewer, and I'm gonna push a button, and an eyeball missile is gonna come out of the wolf head decal on the front of it's my car. Squishy? Why is it squishy? <laughs> it like that? Like like a not? Why is the? Uh, why did you program your robot car? Do you have a squishy eye missile? I don't know, but it's horrible, and I love it. <laughs> Why is the thing you're controlling the the missile with look like a Sega Nomad? The CG yeah. is so bad. <laughs> it's Amazing. so good. But anyway, the thing explodes, and so it's time for Lobo and the other one to uh, go in there and get the stuff. Uh, so 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 evil dude and his henchmen are scrambling I love bald to henchmen. By the way, henchman number one is very good. Henchman number one is very good, but he's got a small number of henchmen. Uh, they run off with uh, a bunch of the DNA samples, a top-secret disc, uh, the scientist, and all of the scientist's security guards who are just hostages now. Um, and that's going to become relevant later. I love the top-secret disc. It's, it's like a normal-ass disc with like a label printer saying top-secret on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just straight up like a CDR. Um, and so he runs off. 
the, the villain runs off to, to, to get Lobo and Turbine to chase him while the rest of his crew gets away. And they give chase... And, like, they yell at the, the police chief as he comes outside, like, hey, stop him. But, like, he whizzes by, like, the Flash. And the, the mm-hmm. police chief's like, what do you want me to do? I don't have superpowers. Fair. And, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> fair, yeah. I mean, fair. Like, listen. listen He's finishing he, his hot dog. Cons- considering how, you know, Batman 66-esque the show is, it's probably safe to assume the police chief is incompetent. But, like, yeah. I mean, in fairness, what was he going to do? Yes. He don't have superpowers. He only goes to crime scenes to eat hot dogs. Yeah. I mean, hot dogs are good, so... Yeah. Big move. Yeah. <laughs> so Turb- Turbine wants to give chase, and Lobo Forte is like, no, no, don't. One, he's super fast, and two, uh, we'll run into him later, I'm sure. Yeah. He'll be a recurring villain, I'm sure. Yeah, he'll, he'll be back later in the episode. So we cut to uh, the underground lair that uh, the villain and his hostages and all that shit has been moved mm-hmm. to, and he's zapping himself with more animal DNA, and now half of his face is a lizard, and, and so is one of his hands. Mm-hmm. He's got an eye, lizard eye. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he's he's part cheetah, part lizard, and this and this is going to keep going. He's going to get more mm-hmm. animal shit and as he goes. it's good, because he's like, Douglas, you are an animal. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, did we mention the bad guy's name is Douglas Slade? Because <laughs> that's that's a good bad guy name. Douglas That's Slade. real good. Hey, Doug, what's up? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a very funny name. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so he pulls out a vial of some more animal DNA. Look, and it, it's it's yellow, so it might be more cheetah. Who knows? <laughs> it might be more cheetah, but no. He's he's got a plan for these here security guard hostages. What he's got, uh, and he looks all sinister. And then we cut to Lobo and Turbine doing some sparring, and mm-hmm. Turbine sucks at it naturally. And Marie is there to tell him exactly why he sucks. He's like, she's like, hey, on that last move you did, you you put the wrong foot forward first. Maybe you should do it the other way. And he's yeah, like, yeah, she says he tried to do a scissor kick. Which he didn't, or he was really bad at it, so, yeah. I mean, no he is really he bad at it, in fairness. But she's like, you know, she tells him, like, hey, you, you did this wrong. He's like, I'm not going to listen to a girl. And Lobo's like, no, she's right. And he's like, huh? the girl is right. Oh! Like, it's it's very much and then, like. But then she starts doing a chicken dance, and I don't like her. I gotta be honest. Like, I should like the girl in a show, and I don't like her. <laughs> She's like, hey, try it on me. And, like, yeah, she, she sucks in a different way from Turbine. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna uh, put the moves on a girl. Well, not that. Those kind of moves. Uh-huh. Well, hey, piece of shit. Yeah, hey. <laughs> oh, hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, so. Also, her mask sucks. Like, I just want to say that. Her, her student. Yeah, it does, it does the suck. The only good mask is Lobo's mask. I I think I actually like Turbine's mask and the SWAT gear, but I don't think it looks good on the on the regular colors. Uh no, not his. It's weird because like he's all about going fast and he's got like fire and he's red and like on paper all that shit I like, but like nah, his. I think it's just the spiky hair, the the, the hole in the top of the mask for his hair to come out. Yeah, if he, is, if is he, what I'm if not he a fan had of. a top of the mask, he'd probably look okay. But the yeah. hair just looks dumb. It looks like he's got a brush on his head. Yeah, and I don't like it's kind of the same thing that's wrong with with the ladies' mask is they both just. Well, also I just can, don't like the heart their hair. Like I like hearts, but they just look bad. Like the colors aren't very good. Like it doesn't. It's not good. Yeah. 
so, hey, why don't we go ahead and take a quick break uh, before we okay. get to the next thing that happens? We are an hour into this podcast, so it sounds like a good idea. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Hey, Dylan Dan Hawk here, and have I got a deal for you. Are you bored with your regular YouTubers with the racist jokes and taking video games way too seriously? Do you want a YouTube channel with a bit of class? Check out the Pop Arena. It's run by this guy named Greg. No, not that karate Greg, the other Greg. And he reviews books. It's crazy. Goosebumps, Doctor Who books, Animorphs, all geeky stuff that's fit to print. Also, he does this show called Knickknacks. It's a show-by-show retrospective on the history of Nickelodeon. It's wild. You'll love it. That's the Pop Arena on YouTube. Get there or get a square. Is that right? Hey, we're back. And uh, before we continue, Frankie wants mm-hmm. Emily and I to watch uh, the clip uh, that she mentioned before of El Santo mm-hmm. uh, passing the torch for the mask. Mm-hmm. So let's... Uh, to his son. Yeah. yeah, to his son. All right, Emily, you ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. So you can see the bad, uh, the sunglasses and the hair, which I have to assume is a wig looks, and the mustache. It's natural to me, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Was this music uh, added by the YouTuber? Yeah. I don't okay. know. Well, yes. no, yeah, no it, does, it does not seem to be the original audio. Come on, yes. It's not the original audio. There's a whole speech there that I talked <laughs> about in the original. The smoke wow. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this... <laughs> Especially, he he just throws like a piece of chalk at the ground. Yeah, and then that's it. The rest is it's okay. a weird comp. This is a weird AMB I found that has that scene. But yeah, yeah, no, All right. it looks very sixties uh, Batman for sure. Yeah, yeah I kind of want to watch that was like uh, near the end of the original Santos tenure because he was bringing in his his son. Okay, all right. So do we want to get back to uh, instead of talking about a good thing? Can we get back to talking about Los Luchadores? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I would love to. So, uh, we're in the Bat Cave, the command center. I don't know what Lobo Fuerte's headquarters let's is supposed to be. The, let's call it the Lobo Cave. Lobo <laughs> Cave, sure. Well, what's what's Spanish for cave? Cueva. Okay, so so is this... Uh, la, Lobo Cueva? La Cueva del Lobo? La Cueva del Lobo. Okay. La Cueva del Lobo. Mm-hmm. Uh and we've got uh, Laurent, at, uh, the, the the mentor guy, the Alfred, mm-hmm. uh, is at a computer terminal. And this is apparently going to be kind of most of what he does is he's got like this headpiece on and he's going to be communicating to Lobo Fuerte mm-hmm. uh, through the, like the wrist piece and all that stuff. And he's like, man, we need to figure out we need to figure out where this uh, evil guy's going. And he just sort of he does the villain thing of he just kind of appears on their screen. He's like, hi, I've hacked in, and here's my communication with you. You know, it's the villain thing or the thing that uh, YouTube reviewers uh, used to do, not as much anymore, where they would just randomly show up in each other's video while looking at a camera. <laughs> it's the same thing. Same technology. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. And in just the same way uh, that they would feign surprise, despite mm-hmm. the fact that they, you know, kind of undermining the whole concept. It, it's like uh, edited and scripted. Yeah. 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 It was so, very common so this on guy, the glasses at dot com. Uh, which is don't. a terrible website. You should not visit yes. at all. Uh, support the people who left it. Support uh, the people that received bad shit. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, so he's like, Hey, 
Lobo Fuerte, I'm specifically getting your attention to tell you not to follow my trail. Don't come after me, <laughs> or else the hostages will be having a not good time. And Lobo's just like, hey, they're they're innocent people, man. Like, don't 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 hurt them. Like, hey, I'll I'll. How about an exchange? I'll give myself up. You can have me, but set them free. I, I want to point out too that while we, we did mention his like makeup for the reptile stuff, he also has eyeliner on now on his other eye, and he's trying oh, to yeah. do he's trying to do wings here, and it's like yeah, it's a good effort, you know? Yeah, I listen, mean. it's it's hard sometimes. No, it is, and I'm saying it's a good first try. <laughs> no, good for good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he also. Uh, catches a fly with his tongue and he's like it tastes like chicken with yeah and he has like a lizard tongue like full bad cg fork lizard tongue oh it's awful it's some mario brothers movie shit it's great uh so he turbine gives out a gross out face it looks really dumb and yeah well everything turbine does looks really dumb but uh so he signs off and the turbine's like so lobo what's the plan you gonna lure him out and then i'm gonna hit him real hard and he's like no we have to be honorable about this. I gave my word. And it's like... And he says, like, the word's the most uh, sacred thing a luchador has. And, like, it's the mask, but you go off, sure. <laughs> uh, but so here's where we get the... They they leave the, the oh fucking God, Lobo Tower, <laughs> I guess, by just dropping both the motorcycle and the car down the side of the building. They drive down the side of a building, and it's such yeah. bad CG, and it's oh, so good. Oh, it's the good. worst CG. But and what's even worse CG, what's even worse than the worst of CG, is when they're, they're driving along, and Turbine's like, man, we gotta go from fast to, like, super ultra-fast Brometheus. I, I do want to mention this, though, where, like, they go down the side of a building, and then exit a garage. I'm like, what? what? Why would it do? They're on Where's your the side! Garage? Why are they exiting a garage now? <laughs> the whole point they of a garage is that you haven't left the building yet. They filmed them exiting the garage, and then later on thought, oh, you know what? It'd be cool if we had them right the side of a building. Just, just add Yeah, we, got, we gotta punch it up a bit. Yeah, um, but speaking of which, so uh, Turbine's motorcycle CG transforms from a motorcycle yeah. into a more cooler motorcycle. I guess it's like why? <laughs> why did? Why did you? Why were you not just always the more cooler motorcycle? Because yeah. <laughs> transformations are cool. That's why. But also, it's not a good one. We get to a parking garage because it's a secluded, semi-creepy space that's uh, you know easy to rent out. And uh, we and 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 Lobo and Turbine are like, man, where is this guy? And of course, Turbine gets uh, jumped and captured immediately because you know he's Turbine and he sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, Mister Slade uh, sneaks up on Lobo and is like, huh, too bad you couldn't hear me coming. I got bad ears now. They're really good for hearing <laughs> shit. I can echolocate, and it's like that's not how. That's not how anything works, but okay. And also, speaking of that's not how anything works, all of the security guards were given gorilla DNA, and that made them loyal to the bad guy, question mark? Yeah, you know, gorillas, the most loyal of animals. I mean, I guess it made them dumber, and he was able to manipulate them, but still, it doesn't make any sense. Monkey cops. So they're they're captured, and, and it's real bad, and it's like, you see Lobo, you see what fighting with honor, you see where that gets you. Um, but Slade's whole thing is, I realized while I was pumping myself full of animal shit and becoming the most powerful creature imaginable with my cheetah legs and lizard half a face and bad ears, 
I realized the one thing I was missing was the soul of a warrior. And so I'm going to get the heart of Lobo Fuerte. And it's so dumb. Does like, make him a good guy? Well, like, maybe, but also, like, why does he have to rip his heart out? He could just take his DNA. <laughs> he need well, th- to- that's the thing is, so we're actually going to get this speech, and Lobo's like, you know this machine moves DNA around. You're not actually going to, like, take my soul or anything. And he's like, no. The goody-goody scientist guy who stopped being in this episode a while ago, I'm not sure what happened to him, didn't fully understand the power of his own machine. It captures the spirit of the animal. And I'm going to take the spirit of Lobo Fuerte and put it into my own shit, and then I'll become the most powerful warrior imaginable. So dumb. (laughs) And then you two will know what it's like to live in a cage. Monkey security guards, especially the one with silver hair, just mugging at the camera. Now, we got to say, the, the, the monkey makeup on the security guards is, it's, there's not much to it. It's art. It's, it's, it's like an it even more half-assed version of the makeup job for, like, remember the Geico cavemen? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like yeah. that. You mean the guys who got their own television series? About racism? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did the TV series about racism for the Geico caveman. That's what we need is 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 biting political commentary from fucking car insurance mascots. <laughs> but like, that's the thing that it reminds me of is like they're not they're not gorilla people. They're just cavemen. Like they don't really give them fur or anything. They just kind of give them like extra you give shit them on a their forehead. Bit of hair, yeah, but not really. Yeah, but so the important thing that happens here is some water leaks from a pipe, and it gets on, like, <laughs> the bad guy's cheetah legs. So, it, or originally thought he just pissed himself. Like, <laughs> it's his animal like body that. was just, out of control. This is the just, most 60s Batman thing, though. He's like, of course, cats hate water. It's like, no, if it's not how it works, it don't need yeah. just, like, a puddle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we should note that, like, Turbine's in a cage, but Lobo's, like, strapped to a chair, but only his arms. His legs are totally free. Uh, and he's like, of course, cats hate water. And then he notices that there's like a swivel chair right next to him that the bad guy just kind of left there. And like some kind of water tank as part of the science equipment in the corner. And like his theme song kicks in as he like uses his foot to pull an office chair fo- toward him awkwardly and then like, kicks it away. Yeah. And, like, and then the, and the no! water sprays on the bad guy and he acts like it's fucking acid. <laughs> you know, cats are part Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the security guards get wet, and that's inconvenient, but I don't know why they're freaking out. I mean, cats um, don't like water, but it's not like that. <laughs> you know I mean? Okay, yeah. so I know why I thought it was pee before. I rewatched it. There's yellow lighting coming in that shot at 1604 where water goes down his leg. There's like a yellow light from the back. So. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. why I was like, wait, did they just have him piss himself out? Oh, I think, like, I think dr- the dripping water is making him pee himself, and that's why he's freaking out right now, is he's just pissing everywhere. Um, Who had uh, two hours till they talked about pee in, in the pool? You just want some money. <laughs> we're not even up to two hours. No, I, we're <laughs> in the second recording, so I lost track. I don't know. I, I said a number. But uh, I lost a train of thought. Oh, so... So apparent. So Lobo looks at his arm thing because the bad guys never took it from him, and he's like, "Hey, uh, Laurent, uh, find the highest like frequency noise you've got on the computer there and broadcast it through my shit." And he's like, "You got it, Lobo," and he does it. And the bad guys' bat ears, you know, can't handle it. 
because that's what happens when you deliberately give yourself incredibly sensitive ears, you fucking moron, <laughs> you imbecile. Um, and so, so he got all his strengths from the animals, but also all of their weaknesses. Yeah, that's that's the that's the trick that, that we're gonna get in the hero speech later. But so some fighting happens. Uh, Turbine gets freed, and Frankie, do you want to talk about any of these moves that happen? Uh, I didn't have a breakup of this moves. Uh, I it ends. It's it's not really wrestling moves. It's generic. Like yeah, I was gonna say this, is, this, is, this doesn't feel moves. like wrestling as much as the first yeah. scene did. I will say there is one, yeah. uh, we mentioned uh, Batman 66, and there is an incredibly Batman 66 moment where uh, Turbine and Lobo go back to back and like cross mm-hmm. their elbows, and Lobo leans forward to pull Turbine's feet up into the air, and then just kind of spins him around so he kicks people. Yeah, I've never seen that in wrestling. I believe I've seen that in Power Rangers. Yes, in like absolutely. One. Oh, definitely. And when I was a kid, I always thought those moves were the coolest and totally would work. <laughs> but no, yeah. they're so uh, dumb and awkward. They're so <laughs> dumb and awkward that not even wrestling uses them. <laughs> so it's time to justify Turbine's existence. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the monster guy recovers from all the noise in the water and he goes after Lobo and is beating him up. But then Turbine pulls out the little device he was going to cheat with earlier mm-hmm. and uh, zaps the bad guy in the eyes. So see, see, when when the bad guy plays dirty, you should also play dirty. This is Check- my point, Lobo. Check okay. out his laser uh, gun. But I mean, it, it's different because this, this isn't a sporting match. This is like yeah. life or death. <laughs> yeah, but also, like he was also talking about being honorable with this shit too. So I guess that's it, true. Yeah. This is followed by an actual wrestling move, the airplane spin, where you get an opponent in your in your shoulders and you spin them and then throw them out. And then you slam them onto a medical table. Yeah. Uh, and then all the bad mojo gets sucked out of them by the machine malfunctioning question mark. Mm-hmm. Because uh, of the water question mark? Yeah, I don't know, but I guess all the... Well, they, they, the, pressed, they pressed reverse on the machine, and it works. <laughs> I get it. They didn't do anything to the machine. The machine's doing this on its own, but apparently this lightning reverse hits him... the polarity him. of the neutron flow. The, 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 this lightning happens, and I guess both all the animal bits and the evil question mark get sucked mm-hmm. out of him, and uh-oh, the chihuahua is still running around in the lab, and it's getting hit by the lightning, and its eyes glow. And so basically this guy, you know, he, he loses all his animal powers. And I guess he also loses function in his legs again. Uh, it, he seems catatonic or like... He's moving around, but he's definitely out of it. Yeah, like they took away his will to live or something. Yeah, I'm not well, sure. We'll, we'll figure out what happened in a second. But at, at this point, it looks like they just like took away like his... Like, higher mental functions, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Which doesn't bode well for the security guards that they're going to need to try to cure. Yeah. Uh, but Which never gets addressed. No, that never gets addressed. And, it, it, yeah. So, uh, Chihuahua's evil now. Uh, Turbine is... So, is the Chihuahua, like, an evil Chihuahua? Or was it, like, the, the essence of this bad guy is now in the Chihuahua? I, the, I think it's the evil essence of the bad guy turned the Chihuahua bad. Yeah, or or is his mind just in the Chihuahua now? That's yeah. what I was. So we get a as they're walking away from the fight, we get a lot of bad jokes from Turbine about how like, man, remind me never to go to a zoo. I don't even want to eat animal crackers. Womp womp. womp. Um, uh, and then we get to we get the scene of like the police chief and some random cops mm-hmm. carting the bad guy away, 
And like they're talking about like, man, Lobo, he had all those superpowers and you still beat him. How'd you do it? He's like, well, I just remember that he kept getting all these powers from these animals. And I had a mentor once tell me some incredibly specific to the situation <laughs> advice once of like, if you, if you steal the, the powers from something, you also get their weaknesses. And it's like, Lobo, when the fuck did that come up? <laughs> what wrestling technique were you learning? Excuse me? Listen, um, it was in superhero school. Yeah. So Turbine starts talking about some of the fight moves that happen. And he, he says, man, you, it, and again, it's more random Spanish, but the one that sting, st- like, sticks out to me is like, man, you totally went La Bamba on him. And correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't that mean like the sheep or something? Uh, does it? Mm-mm. Yeah. I it, isn't, isn't so. La Bamba, I know, is like that song. It's like that song in yeah. Spanish like every American would know. What, what does it mean? Uh, I th- I, th- I, th- I really do think it means like the lamb or something. It's because it's not Spanish. It's not Spanish. It's uh, I mean oh. it is Spanish, but it's not Mexican. Oh, okay. I looked it up. It 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 it's, uh, has no direct English translation, but it mm. means like to shake or to yeah stomp. Okay. okay. It it's I believe it's uh. So it's just a, a dance. It's a yeah. Yeah, it's just a dance. It's. It's a weird song. We'll get into La Bamba another day, but yeah, that's, yeah, I kind of don't want to. But I do want to say that like this, this dude was just Spanish. saying a random Spanish yeah. word he thought he mm-hmm. knew to sound the that, tough. The thing that made me cringe the most was when she, he's like, she's like, you know what? You should be proud of yourself. And he's like, whoa, did this chica just give me a compliment? And I'm like, oh my god, the whitest man in the world just uh-huh. said chica, and I'm like cringing so hard. The one that, that got me was him going, that was fantastico. Yeah, that was pretty bad too, but I don't know, something about chica just made the, me so upset. <laughs> the dude who's pretending to be a Mexican character is using less random Spanish than this than this kid. But like, ugh, ow. Wow. It's real bad, and then she's like, "Hey, he's like, hey, did she just, did she just say something nice about me?" And she's like, "Don't get used to it." Mm-hmm. And you know, and and Lobo, you know, kind of talks directly to the camera. He gets up between the two of them, mm-hmm. and we get a close up. He's like, "I feel like that's the last time we're gonna see that villain." And we get mm-hmm. a, th- a, a, it's a very weird moment. We get this slow motion thing of all our heroes triumphantly walking away from the mm-hmm. crime scene. It feels it feels like the last scene of an episode of CSI. It's very weird. Um, and then we pan down to the Chihuahua, uh, and we we see a monitor that says resequencing complete. The glitch is complete, and the <laughs> Chihuahua's eyes glow red, and he starts growling. And it's like, oh, this no, evil Chihuahua's they, gonna come back. The thing is, they don't. If you stop at 1953, you can see they they don't just glow red. He has a red skull in his eyes. Like, you can see the eyes. Oh, and the wow. It, so each oh. eye has a red skull in them showing that he's evil now. So he's 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 double supervillain Nazi. Yeah. Because the red skull. Uh, yeah. So we, nice. we get the ending credits, and the ending credits is full of random clips of what I presume are other episodes. One where it looks like he's fighting a zombie in the cemetery. Yeah, there's definitely one. like zombies and aliens and shit. And also, he's, apparently, yeah. apparently in the rest of the series, Turbine's hair is like extra spiky. Like he goes full 90s gelled up spiked hair. And I, listen, listen, his hair in this episode's bad. His hair in other episodes is apparently even worse. It it, lo- it looks like he's got a blooming onion on his head. Yeah, I can see that. There's also one where, where uh, Laurent is... Uh, Giving Lobo, feeding him into his mouth like 
an onion for him to bite? Maybe yeah, I don't vampires? know. For reasons, I don't know. I have to. I have to assume the other episodes get up to some weird shit. Mm-hmm. If this is just, if this is the status quo establishing episode, mm-hmm. like the rest of the series has got to be bonkers. Uh, speaking of the rest of the series, now you folks may forget because it has been a very, very long time since we've consistently done bonus episodes. But there is one bit of standardized structure to these, and that is to go around the panel and ask, "Would you want to watch more of this?" So, Frankie, since you were the one who actually mm-hmm. remembered this series existed, let me start with you. After having watched this first episode, would you want to watch more? Yes. I do want to watch more. Will I watch more? I don't know. I, do I want to? Yeah, I want to see what other weird stuff this gets into. Uh, because where else can you go from here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, I... I I guess it's not my turn yet, but I was going to say I'd watch oh, yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. I was No, you're, you, you were going to be next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also would. Um, I think as, and listen, as, as bad as this is, mm-hmm. and it's awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, we watch a lot of bad things here. We, we, we watch a lot of bad things for fun. I don't mm-hmm. even want to call it ironic enjoyment. Cause I feel like irony is kind of a dead concept at this yeah. point. I think we just, we just enjoy bad things. We can just say that, you know, let's, let's live our truth. We enjoy mm-hmm. watching bad things. Yes. <laughs> I think this episode and hopefully the rest of the series seems to be you seem to be able to enjoy it the same way you're able to enjoy old episodes of Power Rangers. That's just like what is even happening here? Uh but Who thought this was a good idea. Yeah. And yeah, there's there's an undercurrent of like, you know, like this isn't your culture, you should have done mm-hmm. that, but also like that's present in a lot of the other stuff we cover on this yeah. show. So I feel like that's just kind of par for the course when you're dealing with old bad kids media, There's, not to, not to dismiss it or, or excuse it, but like it's, it kind of comes with the territory, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun watching this. I would watch more. If the wrestling gets better, because there's a couple of shots in the intro where it looks like he's wrestling someone else that looks like could be a, a, a wrestler. He looks familiar, but it's really quick shots, so I don't know if they brought like an extra for an episode here or two. Uh, I'd be very curious to find that out. Now, I will say, um, I have not watched it for myself, mm-hmm. but as I understand it, the concept of a kid show like made in America, but like you know, revolving around Lucha Libre is a concept that has been done better. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, as I understand it, Mucha Lucha was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think there were some other shows along those lines. Uh, there's a couple of shows by uh, by the creator of Book of Life, who's Mexican, uh, that have uh, like uh, that have had this concept of like kids show about wrestling. Yeah, like there is. There is merit to the concept, mm-hmm. um, but it. But in fairness, it's still a fun concept when it's done poorly, and it's done poorly here, and it's still fun. And and listen, folks, uh, it's on YouTube. This is one of the situations where, like, and and I mean, some folks will be like, "Why would you talk about watching the things you watched on YouTube?" It's like, if it's on YouTube, no one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be. No one. No one's gonna come looking for this. It's uh, been like, there for. How who's long? gonna okay? But who's gonna listen to our show and they'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna report this." Like, fuck it, no. <laughs> it's been there for two years. Uh, yeah, it's super easy to find. L- yeah. Look up Los Luchadores episode one. It's the first thing that pops up. Like, you can find it. See it for yourself, folks. Highly recommended. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, are you two ready to get to some questions? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. All right. We got a few. Now, folks, if you want to send us some questions about the show in general – or about you know Power Rangers, or really about any other show we've we've covered. That's the thing is if if we had a question on the main show that's about a show that we covered in a bonus episode, we'll still answer it. Like we'll answer questions about basically anything. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of hoping to start getting questions about shit like VR Troopers and Big Bad Beetleborgs and stuff like on the main show because I I want to cover more of that stuff. Um, but you can send us these questions uh, at Teens with Tude on Twitter is the show's Twitter, uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com is the email. The Facebook group is Teenagers with Attitude. Um, for bonus episode-specific stuff, you can send them to me directly on Twitter, at Mike Loves Rabbit. And listen, I'll always take suggestions for stuff that you want us to cover uh, and do bonus episodes of. Can't promise we'll get to them quickly. Can't promise we'll get to them at all. You know, no promises of anything. But, like, if enough folks ask for a thing, we'll cover a thing, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Let's get to it. From Daniel. Uh, if I wanted to get into watching WWE, what would be my best entry point? And is there any fundamental wrestlers or storylines I need to know? So, um, yeah. Take it away, Frankie. <laughs> if you want to, if if your goal is, I just want to watch what's going on right now, just, just start watching it. Like, honestly, just start watching either Raw or SmackDown or both if you, if you really want to do it. Because... WWE is really bad in a lot of things, but they're really good on repeating things that they think is important over and over. And also, if you're like, I want to start in a big show, uh, on February is uh, the Royal Rumble, which is usually the most entertaining show of the year. This year, it was, this, like, 2018, the only pay-per-view I saw was the Royal Rumble, because it's my favorite show of the year, and it's the one where, like, maybe this year will be good. And, like, it's good, but then it's bad, like, afterwards. But whenever you see a pay-per-view, they they do really, really good packages to set up everything you need to know. That sometimes it's even better if you haven't been watching week to week because it's not, like, it hasn't been overdone. You haven't seen this match done 20 times. So you can just watch or you can just watch a... You can just watch their TV shows, or you can get a network subscription uh, and just watch the pay-per-views. That will probably catch you up as much or more than watching week to week. So, so it's like a soap opera. Just jump in whenever, because mm-hmm. who cares? It's the same stuff yeah. over and over. Yeah. If- um, I will say, and this is the sense I've gotten, because, again, I don't really watch wrestling myself, but I have a lot of friends who do. And the main kind of thing I've gotten through osmosis is if you just want to watch wrestling, you kind of have a lot of better options than WWE. Mm-hmm. You just have to be willing to go a bit more obscure and maybe do a bit more digging. But like, I was going to um, ask too, isn't yeah. NXT pretty good? Uh, yeah, NXT is pretty good, and you can get that. NXT is pretty good, but it's it's a it's a branch of WWE, but yeah, that, that's pretty good. NXT... Uh, but you can also go with like New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, so... You can... Hell, you could go with some Lucha Libre if you want. Yeah, well, you know. let me get you some quick recommendations. If you want NXT, if you want something that's WWE adjacent... NXT is on the network and on Hulu, and you can just watch the show and then uh, and find favorite characters and then be sad when they move up to the main roster and they get ignored. Uh, you can also watch 205 Live, which is a show that just started a couple of years ago, uh, which is their cruiserweight show uh, because everyone weights 205 pounds or less. Um, 
that that one's pretty good, but also like get prepared to watch if you want to watch pay per views where they have a match. Get prepared for that match to be in the pre-show and to have ads in the middle of it, because uh, they don't really treat them very well. Uh, but if you want to watch, honestly, a show that has ups and downs, but if you enjoy the type of stuff you see in Power Rangers and you want a lucha libre-based show, kinda like that, but taken more seriously with like human sacrifice and dead gods and. Uh, Travelers from wow. spaces. There's a literal dragon. One of them literally is a dragon. Breaks fire, has wings, giant tail. Uh, watch Lucha Underground. The first couple of seasons, I think up to everything except the current season, is on Netflix. So you can just binge that. Uh, season one is long because they didn't know what the show was. But then they start figuring out like, Oh, we can just do story stuff instead of just having a couple matches. It's also an hour per episode instead of Raw, which is like three hours and so are pay-per-views. Um, so I I totally recommend... If I have to recommend one thing uh, just to binge would be uh, Lucha, Lucha Underground. Uh, you can always just watch... If you want to just watch current product, there's stuff in WWE, there's stuff in New Japan... Uh, but I haven't been interested to watch current product. Is is Chikara still a thing? Chikara's still a thing. I have a mixed feelings when it comes to Chikara because I like a lot of the stuff that they've done, but also some of the management and creative choices aren't the best. Uh, also, hey, if there's a local wrestling show in your hometown and you can go, go. That the best way to watch wrestling is actually in person. And if it's like a small wrestling show, a small indie venue, even better. Because the people wrestling will want it that much more. Uh, the space will be smaller. There is nothing like watching live wrestling. And that's like, honestly, the way to watch wrestling. All right. Awesome. Uh, any final thoughts before we move on to the next question? Uh I could give you some recommendations of WWE pay-per-views that are important. Uh, let me, let me just uh, give. I'll, I'll, there's two of them. Thinking real quick. Uh, there's, I think it's the third Royal Rumble. I don't want to say who wins it because that spoils it. But there's, it's the first time. Okay, the 1992 Royal Rumble was the first time that the Royal Rumble meant anything. It was for the championship. Uh, so I totally recommend that. Yes, you're going to have people there who uh, uh, aren't the best because, uh, you know, wrestling. Uh, I think, what's his face? Uh, Hogan might be in there. I Yeah, Hogan's in there. Uh, but uh, spoilers, he doesn't win. Uh, that's like a classic one they mention all the time. There's also the WrestleMania where... Uh, Spoilers here, Daniel Bryan wins his world title. Uh, WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan, which was a couple years ago. I'm trying to remember which one it is. Um, I remember that. There was a big thing. Like, everybody loved Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And then and he's constantly losing and getting beat up by the <clears throat> by the owners and everything. And then he finally wins and everyone's happy. And it's like, okay, he's established now. And then, oh, no, he's a cop. Yeah, that, that show is decent. It's WrestleMania 30. Uh, WrestleMania Triple X. Uh, Hell yeah! It's 
Vin Diesel's yeah. going to make some shit explode Honestly, at WrestleMania. Yeah. Just watch watch the Daniel Bryan matches, because he has two. One at the beginning and one at the end. And he's back, so if you want to be into that, that's a thing. Uh, he recently okay. beat a uh, uh, famous uh, homophobe uh, hater of the gay community. Uh, AJ Styles. Um, mm. So he fixed homophobia. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> that it's it's defeated. It's gone forever. Thank God. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura tried to fix homophobia by punching AJ Styles in the balls repeatedly. It didn't work. So hopefully this will stick. Okay. Uh, second question from Daniel: mm-hmm. uh, Mucha Lucha versus Ultimate Muscle. Which is the superior, weirdly wrestling-based early two thousands cartoon? Well, that depends. What do you want? Do you want puro resu or do you want lucha libre? Because if you want Japanese wrestling, you you there's Ultimate Muscle. But if you want more like Lucha Libre base, it's Mucha Lucha. So I haven't seen either show. Mm. Have Have either of you? I've seen I've episodes of I've watched a little of bit both. of Ultimate Muscle. Yeah, like a little tiny bit of Ultimate Muscle from when I was watching Fox Kids as a child. So which would you recommend? Oof. I've heard Ultimate Muscle's good. I don't know, though. Because it, dep- it depends what you want. Do you want a Shonen-style anime? Or do you want something like, ah, real monsters, but with wrestlers? Ooh. Uh, also, mm. it's not I, one of the... I, I kind of feel like I want all yeah. real monsters, but with wrestlers, It's basically personally. that. There's three main characters. There's the protagonist called Ricochet, uh, who's a person of color, the, the character. Uh, maybe all three of them are people of color. Uh, then there's... Yeah, I was under the impression that pretty much everyone in that show was supposed to be mm-hmm. Mexican. There's a uh, Buena Girl. Uh, who's like the girl, but also like smart and goody two shoes. Then the third one is called so the girl. Hmm? I said so the girl. Yeah. Uh, the third one is the flea, which is like a donkey, I guess, and he smells, and also like the comedy relief. And then the other main character is an action figure called El Rey, which is like the conscience of Ricochet. Uh, it's an interesting show. Uh, according to Jorge Gutierrez's uh, Wikipedia page, who's an animator and director of uh, The Book of Life and El Tigre, The Adventures of Manny Rivera, which is another like superhero uh, wrestling-ish based kids show, uh, he was part of Mucha Lucha, I assume as an animator because I can't find his credits anywhere else except on his Wikipedia page. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, they're both, they're both cool in their own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry for that non-answer, but there we are. Um, okay. From James, who are your boys? Share your stable. So boys is a what? concept that it was made in, uh, or if not made, at least popularized in, uh, a podcast I will not name who I think has very bad politics and like, it's just bad like i enjoyed it a lot but then i realized like oh they're being kind of racist and sexist and homophobes and when you call them on and they're like oh we're just insult we're like south park we're just insulting everyone uh so fuck them we're like south park is not a good defense Uh, so i won't even mention their name but I'll, i'll answer your question the concept of the boys table is you choose four to six wrestlers who you like who were never champions 
They were never the best. They never got a championship. They're usually kind of shitty or middling or just never got any attention. Uh, and that's your boys, your stable. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mine yeah. are uh, Zach, Billy, Rocky, and Adam. <laughs> that's Fair. a good stable. That's a good boy stable. Uh, do you have one, Emily? I mean, if if we can pick from any boys, um, Bo and Seahawk from She-Ra. Okay, yeah, not main um, event. They're amazing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, geez, ah, oh, with some good boys in media. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, they don't have to yeah. be in media, but that's what I went with because, like, I don't know wrestling. I don't. I don't know the Wrestle Boys. That's what I'm doing is media. I'm yeah. saying like Bo and 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 and. Uh, I can Seahawk are like are like. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen some good boys. I know this other <laughs> Spider-Man is a good boy. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man. But, but Spider-Man's not a boy, though. A boy is someone who never... Seahawk and Bo don't have a show okay. called Seahawk okay, and Bo. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? You're right. Yeah. So I'm going to say... Um, the, then I'm going to say uh, Seahawk, Bo, and Tim Drake. Mm-hmm. And Tails from Sonic. Okay, yeah, good boy All right, all right. Uh, I'll give you an actual wrestling. Uh, I know some of these have uh, gotten bigger championships in Mexico, but by the rules of the boyhood, none of them have been WWE world champions, so I believe it's allowed. So La Parca, which is probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, my childhood hero. El Alebrije, uh, also Mexican, uh, colorful, Good, both of them like good outfits. La Parca, good black and white. Uh, El Alebrije or Alebrije, good like colorful outfits. Uh, super crazy, good Mexican wrestler who was in WWE for like a cup of coffee. Uh, did some stuff in ECW, still doing wrestling. He's wonderful and great. Uh, the Blue Meanie, whose gimmick was he was overweight, but also. He had never really. He came out in a crop top and a big belly, and that felt nice as someone who was overweight. And also, he seemed like a good guy. Um, So yeah, the blue meanie. uh, Is that is that my stable? I feel like had another non Mexican wrestler good to go. I wrote these down the other day and I forgot them. Uh, Who who else is in my stable? Real quick, someone who never. Really? Oh, of course. Uh, Canadian Earthquake. Uh, great wrestler. Former professional sumo wrestler who then uh, from Canada who then uh, went on to do, uh, you know, traditional wrestling or, or, you know, WWE wrestling. Could have been the world champion if Hulk Hogan hadn't been a horrible person and, like, blocked his, his championship run. And destroyed his awesome monster heel push. Uh, he then later on went on to do some other stuff where he wasn't very good or popular. He had a character who was really into Cartman in the 90s because the 90s were bad. Uh, but he always wanted to be Earthquake again, but he lost some weight. And they were like, no, you're too skinny to be Earthquake. Uh, my favorite thing about him is that one of his moves, because this is uh, early 90s wrestling, was he would jump around the ring 
and then his opponent and the referee would pretend there's an earthquake going on, and they would, like, tremble and fall. Nice. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, uh, from Paul, mm-hmm. uh, has there ever been a lucha-based toku that you know of? Yes. Uh, oh, uh, I'm going to look us. it up. Wrestling... Because uh, I tried to find one, and the best I got was a picture of El Santo and Ultraman in a ring. Uh-huh. I have no idea what's going on there. So it's called Astekaiser. I'm gonna post it. Uh, I'm gonna post the Tokopedia thing over here. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah I, I think you told me about Astekaiser one time. Clips from uh, from like Twitter accounts I follow that show Tokusatsu stuff. But Asta Kaiser, so <clears throat> the full name, I believe, is uh, Pro Wrestling Star Asta Kaiser. Um, I don't know much about it. I assume he gets Aztec power somehow, and there's wrestling. Yeah, he, he's mm-hmm. he's got like he's 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 got these things on the side uh, of his head that's supposed from, to look like his head's on fire. For one season uh, from 1976, 30, uh, 26 episodes. Uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So so the the toku, random Tokusatsu GIFs Twitter, uh which I do recommend following if you ever get yeah. the chance, has definitely shown some clips from this. And also there's apparently like some yeah, animated cartoon bits. That? I don't know no. if that's like from so, the theme song or during what. During the fights, they'll have regular fights and then there'll be like an anime fight in the middle of the episode. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking rad. Yeah, I can't believe really this show never took off. This dude looks awesome. <laughs> we we might uh, listen. Folks, if we can find it, we might cover it. He looks cool, yeah. But that's a big if, because I don't know if we'll be able to find it. He's got fire on his head. Okay. Oh, never mind. Here's episode one on YouTube. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uploaded in 2011, uh, so it's probably not going anywhere. they re-released the DVD of the show, and they made, like, a new version of the suit just for the, uh, for the DVD, and, like, he had an actual wrestling match. Against uh, Bob the Beast Sap, so I, I guess sure. All right, so yeah, so uh, so Paul, that mm-hmm. that thing you're looking for, that specific thing you're looking for, lucha based Toku, it exists. It's out there. As to Kaiser, uh, yeah, hell yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I, that's that's it for questions. Mm-hmm. So, Frankie, got anything you want to plug? Uh, you know where to find me. I'm on Twitter at Frankie Extra. I'm here on the Audio Entropy Network on uh, Let's Steal a Podcast, uh, where last as of recording, last episode we recorded was a hockey episode where Jordan joined us to talk about hockey and also Briska, I guess. Um, we, uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we talked about that. There were blue lips involved, I think it was the reason. And uh, we also, uh, I mean, we also, uh, me also, me, hi, me, Frankie. You can find me also on um, uh, Basho and Tell, which is a sumo podcast that me and normal editor of the show, Eric, do. Uh, uh, This today is the last uh, time of recording is the last day of the tournament of the November tournament. So there will probably be an episode out soonish. Uh, then we take uh, a month off. We might do some bonus episodes, and then there's 
another tournament and no pepper no pepper seeing dogs from the window and is, is fighting at them no pepper um uh, <laughs> and uh yeah so uh, basho and tell go listen to us talk about previous tournaments the next tournament will be in January, which I'll probably miss some days because Pax South is coming. Uh, talking about that while I'm here, because uh, this podcast is listened to by more people than the ones I'm normally at. Uh, I'll be at Pax Out, so if you want to say hi, come say hi. Uh, I'll be, yeah. Go say hi uh, to Frankie for me because I can't like do it. Looks like the Let's Play panel will be on yeah. uh, on Sunday. Uh, on Sunday of that Pax Out, uh, it might change so. I can't fucking believe that a podcast mm-hmm. from Third Network one, is becoming baby. a PAX and institution. The first one, the first Third one PAX that I'll be in, so uh, come say hi. Uh, that's on Sunday, but just hit me up on Twitter if you want to say hi or whatever. We'll play a game or something. We'll hang out. It's in my city, so of course I'm going. Uh, I think that's all I got. I mean, that's a hell of a Thank lot. <laughs> me. I, love, I love hanging out with you and Emily. I love doing this show. We love hanging out with you too, Frankie. It's it's great to have you. Like, so peek behind the curtain, folks. Uh, the only reason mm-hmm. uh, we haven't had Frankie on the show much isn't because we don't we don't want her mm-hmm. on. It's you love her because they record. Let's yes. steal a podcast when we record TWA. So it is straight up just scheduling has been a fuckery. Like, in fact, that's that's the main reason. Like, if you ever think, like, man, why hasn't so and so been on TWA mm-hmm. for a while? It's probably scheduling fuckery. Um, but yeah, so when we, when we realized like, you know, when we did the, uh, extra live stream, we were like, man, we ran out of the buffer. We need to, we need to, we need something to plug this hole so we can get back on track. Uh, and we were like, okay, we're doing a bonus Aww. episode. First things first, Thank get you. Frankie. So, which is how we wound up settling on this fucking weird ass. Yeah. I'm sorry Lucha show. for whoever's holding up for a super samurai cyber squad. Because that was the original pitch, and then I went, okay, that sounds good, but what if we did this a Bond wrestling show? I'm very glad we did this, but I'm excited for superhero, superhuman samurai cyber squad. We, we were initially thinking cyber squad partly because that's been in the queue for a long time, and partly because, like, Gridman's hot shit right now, but, like... The instant Frankie told us, hey, Saban made a Lucha show, we were just like, okay, dropping everything. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like a fake thing to say, but it happened. It happened. Don't tell me it didn't happen. I saw it happen. Yeah, uh, now you're going to be like me. Like, wait, did I imagine that this this show's going to haunt your memories? Oh, boy, will it. Uh Emily. Sweetheart, um, darling, baby, anything you want to plug? <laughs> uh, you can see me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. Um, also on the regular TWA show, so catch me on there. All right. And uh, me, I, I mentioned it earlier, at Mike Loves Rabbit on Twitter. And you can also hear me uh, on the regular show, Teenagers with Attitude, the vast majority of the time. Uh, that's pretty much it for me. If you want to hear uh, some of the other stuff that we or our friends do, or even some of the shows Frankie even mentioned, go to audioentropy.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you go there, there's links to a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, you can also find uh, the network at Audio Entropy on Twitter. And if you go to the Twitter, uh, there are links there to our fan Discord. You know, come hang out with us. Uh, we have a Twitch at uh, at Audio Entropy. No, is it is it at Video Entropy? Is the Twitch? Video Entropy is the Twitch. Yeah. Video Entropy is the Twitch, and the the YouTube is still Audio Entropy. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. See, they're they're different because we fucked up. But 
All right, I think I think that's gonna do it for us. So for teenagers with attitude, I've been Mike. I've been Emily. And I've been Frankie. Frankie, can you give us the uh, usual sign-off in Spanish? Que el poder te protecta siempre. <laughs>